0: To the 413 podcast featuring the PCB boys. This is episode 11, and we are going to be reviewing 2019's AEW Double or Nothing, their first is gonna be an paper amazing beat.
1: discussion.
0: It is going to be an amazing discussion. Uh, and I just want to go around to everyone. My name is Bill, and uh, I really want to know because I'm a huge wrestling fan. I kind of go in and out of it. It's kind of like um, bands like No Effects or Anti Flag for me. Like uh, when there's like a good record, <laughs> I listen to, to it a lot. But then I get kind of if, if it doesn't uh, capture my imagination or I just get sick of it, I kind of go away. But it's like it's like an old friend. It's always there and come back. And ever since seeing this pay per view for me, I've been all in in the pun so but I want to know so would
2: you say that you're all in like Hulk Hogan on a gawker video or <laughs> or are you more in and out like Hulk Hogan on that same gawker video
0: you know <laughs> as long as it's not the end of the video
1: eesh. something's getting edited out so we don't get sued
0: that's true too <laughs> so uh here on episode 11. Uh, I really want to know...
3: Double digits. That's right, Jade. When did wrestling I'm, jump the um,
0: shark for you?
1: John Cena. That, that's, okay. that's when the WWE, I feel like, it really kind of jumped that shark. It, it just lost you from there. I mean, it started to. Yeah, that's when it started to become a downhill spiral. Because, I mean, they just kind of do what Stone they Cold. normally do. <clears> that likes like
3: Stone Cold.
0: Wow, Stone Jared,
2: you said Stone Cold. I did. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with Jared on this. I think the Attitude Era, or like the last half of the Attitude Era, kind of lost me. I feel like when it got more into the storylines, the big storylines between The Rock and Stone Cold, like you know, I, I think I got out of wrestling when it was still Rocky Maivia, you know, and so when he became The Rock.
3: I think it was, it was like fun to watch. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Okay
2: it was interesting. There was some good, you know, some good back and forth with the uh you know, some of the um segments they did. But ultimately like the wrestling wasn't there for me.
0: I I agree. I agree. Um for me it was just morally, I, I couldn't support Vince McMahon and the WWE. It was just Throughout history, you you see uh, wrestlers taking steroids and passing away at a very young age. Um, you see retired wrestlers, just their quality of life and putting so much into the business, making him a billionaire and them not having any quality of life and not getting any of those proceeds. Like any other
3: contractors the entire time. So he doesn't have to actually take care of them. Something happens. Exactly. Exactly. You
0: you did your own thing. Absolutely. And even more so now with um, contracts with Saudi Arabia and just looking the other way, just pretty much being a propaganda machine. Like I couldn't, I couldn't suspend reality anymore and be like, Hey,
3: it's just a brand
0: really terrible. So I, I would go into ROH a little bit, but they're owned by Sinclair, who is also pretty terrible. And then AEW's sprang up. I, I just have to do a little bit of a sidebar that uh, it was actually a wrestling party that uh, Eric uh, sent out an invite. And Jared and I went uh, to it for uh, WrestleMania. And I was like, instead of watching WrestleMania, though, we watched old ECW nope. uh pay-per-views, it's and back like twice. Absolutely, and it was like listening to Punk and Drub. Like I'm like, okay, I'm back in. Yeah. And uh, the a month later, this pay-per-view came out, and poor Jen had to put up with uh, me just becoming obsessed again. So, what I want to know is what you thought of the Casino Battle Royale. And if you saw this just randomly flipping uh, through channels, would you be like, you know what? I'm going to buy this pay-per-view. Eric, I'll Uh, go with you first.
2: Yeah, I mean, for sure. I watched the Battle Royale, and um, for a minute, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know who any of these wrestlers are, but it didn't matter. Like The wrestling was so good, the technical abilities of these guys in the ring were so good and like just the fact that like the sizes were like there's one dude that's like probably a a buck 30 soaking wet and then you got a dude that's probably 500 pounds and they're sharing the same (laughs) ring and they're holding their own it just it wasn't like your typical roid head wrestler it was more about like again just like are you technically good yeah can you wrestle can you put on a good show and so it kind of it gave me the vibes of like Indie circuit, but like done Mm -hmm. in a very, with a, with a very, um, you know, professional presentation. And so like, it kind of met the best of both worlds. Cause I feel like even ECW, like towards the end, they finally got the production value where it needed to be, Um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't totally there. This was like, it felt like professional wrestling, but with again, that like better technical, interesting wrestler that wasn't all about persona. It was more about the technical ability.
0: Awesome. Uh, Jared, do you remember when they uh, had a wrestler that looked like a dinosaur chokeslamming at a dude? I do. A table?
3: I do remember
0: that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything. And there's uh, that guy's got a, a lit cigarette staple to his head. Like, it's.
3: Oh, yeah. Tommy it's just. Uh, was that Tommy Dreamer?
0: Uh, that was uh, Joey Janela. Yeah. Uh-oh. And, uh, Tommy Dreamer
1: did get stapled as well though but it was more right, good. The, Oh, absolutely exactly. he got it in the crotch, right
0: yeah that's so, right
3: just why
0: so yeah, you got you got some ECW uh moments in there you like Eric said you got some really good technical r- wrestling Andy, did anything hook you with uh with the casino battle royale oh absolutely um i thought
1: like like wick um from start to finish it just reminded me of old school WCW with like the three rings. And it was just like a ton going on, but it was all quality wrestling. Like, And then you had um, that guy that looked like Diamond Dallas Page come out, which made me laugh. Um, he limped out. I was waiting for him to do, uh, say, self high five and put his hand up and do like start doing the diamond cutter. And apparently he's a big deal in it. I mean, watching AEW, though, you don't know what any of the storylines are when you hop in. So you're like, I don't know who's a heel. I don't know who's a face, which is nice because like I can bring my own opinions on these guys, and whether they're heel or face, I'm gonna like them. Whether like the dinosaur, I don't know if he's if
2: he's a heel or a face, but I freaking loved him.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And what was the um, dude uh th-
2: the dude with uh like no legs? Um, yeah. He's in there, and uh there's a great scene from um uh one of the one of the heels that you find out MJF, because you're like kind of unsure, but you know he's kind of a douche because he's wearing a Burberry scarf, but absolutely. He starts kicking this guy in the corner when you're like, "Oh, come on, come on, give this guy a break here." He's kicking him in the corner, and he's like, "He says something about Lieutenant Dan." He calls him.
0: <laughs> and, How you feel uh, now, Lieutenant
2: Dan? Yeah, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And then so L- Lieutenant Dan, uh, he's kind of hanging back for a while, and then he pulls off a six-one-nine <laughs> <laughs> somehow in Let's like see the ropes. It was amazing. And it was like, just the, the, there was a huge uh, crowd pop there. And it was just like, this is, this is like gimmicky in a way, but at the same time, like it's very fun to watch. Well, I mean, wrestling's got to be gimmicky. There's got
1: to be some kind of gimmicks in there to, to kind of give you that humor and that anger. But yeah, that's why it's people don't watch like high school wrestling. Yeah, it's way more interesting than watching the WWE, and they just have these really big guys in a ring that move super slow. Well, what I'll the say only is problem that problem
3: is you just always end up chasing for something crazier and crazier, so it's always going to end up getting burned out at some point, and you have to take a break. Or, I mean, just... And then you have to watch X Japan. I know, I get it. Yeah, well, you yeah, know what the fuck is X Japan? Is that the wrestling league? Or oh, do all we all mean New F- Japan? From, so what happened?
1: Now isn't there an ex-Japan too, which is even crazier than New Japan? I mean, that could be it could be New Japan that I'm referencing.
2: I, what you is know New Japan?
1: Any,
0: anything is possible. Is anything a-
2: well what I wanted so, to say is that um real quick, Bill. Yep. Right before I saw this Battle Royale, um I was flipping through channels and um I think uh Friday Night Smackdown was on. Right?
0: Mm. It's Friday night
2: now. Yeah. WWE. Yeah. And Recently, you know, I've been using Peacock to go back and watch some of the older ECW matches again because I just like—I just love that. I like the hardcore.
0: It was incredible. Thought,
2: yeah, I just thought like you could pick it up anywhere, like whether it was '95 or 2005, and like you'd find a great match, and usually it um, had Sabu in it. But anyway, yes. Yeah. Point being, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a couple minutes of this um, new WWE um, Friday Night SmackDown. Let's see what's going on. It was fucking unwatchable. Like, I was like, this is wrestling now. And so, and that's
0: you, their best show.
2: Yeah. And so, when you're like, hey, dude, you got to check out AEW. And I was like, super hesitant. I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah. I- I'm really Bra into it. Raw's old- not their best show anymore.
3: Is that what you just said?
0: It's, no, Raw's it's not been their best show for a while. It's, uh, it, it is literally unwatchable.
3: Are they that? Three different? hours
0: of just garbage.
3: How are yeah. they that different? I never understood that. Like I never watched both.
2: They just had different wrestlers on. They they had a big roster, so they were able to split up the split up who was on.
0: That's a solid point, though, Jared. What is the difference? Like that, it's it's the same guy that's at the head of everything, and the matches. Unless you find
3: somebody you like and you just want to follow them, then go for it. But
2: the difference is that Duckman is on after running at Raw.
3: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or silk Silk stockings. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, and so when you when you know, Bill tells me that like, you gotta watch AEW, and so I'm like a little hesitant about it. I'm really hooked on the old ECW. Like I, I, I like this, you know, I don't wanna go to watch something else. And so when I when we watched the Battle Royale, it instantly kind of hooked me. And then watching the pay-per-view itself was like, this is like ECW, but way better. I'm yeah, just gonna say yeah.
0: it. it they- It it, it takes a lot of what Paul Heyman was trying to do, but has has a bigger budget and just more athletes now. And uh, the owner there, Tony Khan, he's like us. He's a wrestling fan. So he knew the stars and brought in the people that he wanted to to see wrestle
3: and more people from Vince at this point.
0: I mean there's still there's a lot of money still in the WWE. So you know you can't, you can't for the wrestlers, you can't know both, you, yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't fault them for for going for a big paycheck and you know in in something that they they worked their whole lives for, you know, that was the dream was to be a WWF champion, I'm sure for for all of them. But and Vince squanders a lot of talent though. I mean, there's a
1: lot of talent in TNA. Um, and there's clearly a lot of talent in AEW because Vince Absolutely. only cares about certain things and talent is not one of them.
3: They're good at yeah. breaking noses. I'll give them that. Yeah. <laughs> one, so, bro.
0: Going to uh, uh, watching this pay-per-view, did, was there a character that popped out at you that was a, a favorite one? Andy, I'll go with you. Ooh, um... I mean... Ooh,
1: a Jungle Boy? To say. Classic um, Jericho, but I'd have to say with the uh, the the Queen impersonator, I mean, the Freddie Mercury impersonator, I thought oh, she yeah. was absolutely That's hilarious. Such- uh, absolutely. She came out with her costume, and not only was like her impression just coming out absolutely hilarious, her wrestling skills backed it. I mean... I- I-
3: Pretty ridiculous spots.
1: That match had a lot of ridiculous spots in it. It was a lot of fun. Definitely
2: uh, Amy Sakura? Is that her name?
0: Sakura? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's and like she, in she her what? Mid, yeah, she's and like she, in her mid Rio, to late forties. Uh, yeah. Who's the
2: other one?
3: I can't remember her name. The last uh, uh, Kong? Tuki, Tuki. Awesome Kong? Uh,
0: uh, oh yeah. Um, I'm blanking on the name. Um, oh no, that was a different somebody, man Somebody's yeah. probably yelling it out.
3: Yeah, I apologize. I apologize,
0: Andy. I so you were a WCW fan, absolutely. So by them uh, bringing in uh, people like uh, Diamond Dallas Page and the and the roads match, like it, it, did that get some nostalgia for you? Did, did that kind of pull you into?
1: So I mean, I was already I was already in before then because I do yeah. think the the Rhodes match is the probably the best match of the night. Mm. um you know i think it was a solid match i mean people would probably argue that there were different matches in that there were more entertaining matches it's but their match was the most i mean i thought it was just the i thought it just had a great story you didn't have to know the story because yeah. they're with yeah. their brothers you know what i mean their family their wrestling dynasty you know mm. it was there and i mean i i don't i didn't need ddp i was never the biggest DDP fan. Um, I liked him when he was feuding with Raven, exactly, because I was a Raven guy. But I thought that their feud was very, I liked their feud because it was just, I'm Intercontinental Champion and Raven has stolen my belt. And that was the whole gimmick. Like he just couldn't get it back because Raven just kept stealing it. And it was funny. But I mean, I think it's nice to kind of pay that homage to the older wrestlers that have come before you. Um, I think it's very nice. But I think Rhodes versus Rhodes, I'd have to say, was just a quality match.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Too
1: many
0: crossroads Yeah <laughs> Eric did you have a favorite character Coming through on this pay per view
2: I mean I'll just say in general I thought the tag division was like Some of the best Ooh. tag team matches I've ever seen So oh yeah, I would say like I liked um, I quite liked um, Ray Phoenix yeah. I thought he reminds me Of a young Ray Mysterio um, I, I would I would argue to say more, more talented Um mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that that um, the match um, between them and um, the Young Bucks, Young Bucks, yep, was just a, a great match. And so, like, Young Bucks, very talented, they kept up with with the Luchadors, and it just made for a really solid match. They kind of remind me of like a you know young Rockers, but with probably a little bit more high flying ability.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, Th- that definitely one of their. Uh- their, their uh, teams that they emulated. And I, I like that you pointed that out. Um, one of the mission statements for AEW was to bring back tag team wrestling. And they, that was one of their main focuses was to create a, a tag team division and have that be... Actually put competition. Out. Exactly. It's not just two single stars put together going out as a tag team and-, and I think like in general like a lot of those
2: times it's more interesting to have more people in a match like that's why Royal Rumble is so popular that's mm-hmm. why like people love Survivor Series or like those types of matches because I think like you just bring in a lot more characters a lot more dynamic and then it builds a little bit more um, tension and you end up getting like a lot of really like um, you-, you tend to have a more um like uh plateaued match in a sense because yeah i feel like when you watch two main eventers it's like starts out strong has a lot of slow points like they're putting each other in holds for a while they're trying to build up their their stamina again they're trying to like catch Mm -hmm. your breath and then maybe it like crescendos at the end or something but i feel like with tag you got fresh guys in every couple minutes and they don't they don't do that typical like drawn out like I can't tag my partner in, and that's why, like, like, and they like bring him into the corner the whole time. Like, I feel like they don't do that as much.
0: I'll um, give you a spoiler: there will be one team that does that. Okay, and it's infuriating. <laughs> yeah, know so what, like, definitely like, like, every quick, man,
1: that was wasn't there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it was just energy and and um, just showing the athleticism and telling a story, not having to do the same old story that we've seen. A and a lot of
1: no tags. People were just kind of in and out like crazy. And it was actually, I think, like a refreshing take on it where they would just switch. Like there was if, not a lot of like, oh, let me tag you in. It was a lot of just ah screw it. We're gonna be all over the
2: place. <laughs> very true. Very yeah, and, true. And I have to say that like the finishing moves that the tag teams had together were like so much better than like anything I've ever seen.
0: Oh yeah. It's so intricate.
2: Yeah, it was like it it just like. It took whatever a typical finishing move would be and it added like a 360 and a fucking backflip. And it was like, <laughs> that's legit.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Jared, what did you think of the commentators? Did did having like Jim Ross there? I like Jim Ross. Yeah. Did uh, that bring it into the story? The
3: other one that was just like a play-by-play kind of thing gets a little... Uh,
0: the Excalibur? Yeah. Yeah. Did did you mind him wearing a mask? Because awesome. I mean, awesome. Fine. Did, did anybody mind him wearing a mask?
2: No, we're talking a mask, right? Steel, not though. a not
0: yeah. a COVID mask. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. lucha mask. Not the this cool
3: was 2019,
0: one. so it, he would have been a prophet if uh, he was wearing a. Corbin I mean, mask. I'll just, I'm just gonna <laughs> say
2: straight up, he's no Joey Styles. Um, oh,
0: really? Okay. Uh,
2: you know, there was no cat fight, no oh my gods. Um, you know, but I, I yeah, I mean I, I agree with Jared, like JR was was nice to have him on there, but I feel like the other dude didn't didn't skip a beat. Excalibur, yeah. Excalibur, that's his name.
0: Yes. Um, Alex Marvez, do you guys remember anything that he added to uh the commentary? Uh, I would say that
1: the problem is is the commentary, all three were great. Because um, they all they all have strengths. The problem is, is Jim Ross, won a huge talent, big draw. I love Jr. till the end. He was always he needs there to a just heel
3: sell the emotion of whatever was happening. Yeah, he needs someone to he argue just... with him.
1: He needs like a heel to argue with him yeah. because that's when he's on his A game. When he's pushing the face and he's making his points yeah. on, I can't believe you would say that. Like, the general reactions that he seems to have, which you feel when he gets angry, I think add to the commentary, and I think yeah. you just take one of those two and you make them that heel commentator for JR, and I think you have a, a great duo there. I mean, three mm. them, because there's three. You wouldn't even need to cut one of them.
0: Real Okay, uh, that's, that's great to hear. Um, what uh, Andy? What else do you think about the production? Like with with that with that arena in the ring? Like we watched uh, TNA a bunch of times back in the day, and the six sided ring and kind I hate of the, the six
1: sided ring. I hate it so much.
0: The little sprinklers and sparklers, excuse me, and uh, you know that. the music was kind of generic and. What did you think about this one? Did this kind of remind you of WWE style um, production? Like, did did, did you be like, okay, this song is kind of a banger, or was it just kind of background noise for you?
1: I mean, it was more background noise. I mean, my issue is I'm more of like a a less is more kind of guy. It's like, Mm. give me a better quality of your your production. And then, yeah, exactly. Give me a better quality don't give me a lot of it. Like I would rather have less, and then just have like because like the the intro music was like you couldn't really hear it. It didn't like you know. I mean, and granted, could, yes, one of the songs was fine. I mean, it wasn't like sucked a song anyway. But
3: added. somebody wrote it probably for them. I don't know.
1: But it was just it was hard to hear. It was kind of clunky.
3: So mm. it's like you know, the production quality was a little bit less than like yeah, a big WrestleMania or something, but. Mm-hmm.
1: but they don't need to be WrestleMania to be great. It like you don't have to have Vince's budget else. to make a good show. And that their first, that pay-per-view we watched proves it.
2: Right? They do not table. need Vince's
1: budget to, to have a, an amazing show.
2: I would say yeah. with, with never having seen any of their regular programming, like it felt like a pay-per-view when I watched it, yeah. it felt like pay-per-view. Yeah, it did. yeah. I thought the production was good. Like I thought the, the ring looked good um except when all the blood was in it from the the <laughs> yeah. match um yeah i mean i thought like the that
3: throne was a little cheesy but i mean that fits what what did you think was going to happen it's going to stone throne to dust
2: you know i feel like they should have had like you know limp bizkit on there or something to to play music in the beginning like that would have probably really set it off like the wwe and headset,
3: um, like just play the Street Fighter Two music at the end in the bonus stage when they have to break all exactly. The stuff. I that would be better. But I Jared, thought, wait, um
0: Wait for show three. Yeah. Okay. I thought the um spoilers.
2: The intro <laughs> national anthem wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, I thought the the fireworks I thought were good. Like the light show hmm. and the pyro- pyrotechnics were it's good. Inside,
3: man. Yeah, I'm never that concerned about having more fireworks inside. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Unless you're the undertaker who got like scorched to death. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Almost scorched to death. Well, yeah. I said like, that counts as almost. It was like scorched to death. No, but I I, I thought production, like it didn't, I don't think it was like, it only got skimped or anything, you know, I agree. Like the throne thing was kind of cheesy and it just uh, just seemed a
3: little green. That's all still, but like it was there. Yeah. But the, sh- the showmanship was excellent. But they're showcasing their wrestling, right? So they're not. Yeah, they're, they just have that. They want to make it look professional. It doesn't have to be. They're not trying to make it all the advertising to do all the stuff just yet.
0: And the crowd did. Did that increase your guys' enjoyment or? You know, oh, yeah,
3: like seeing people together in one spot again.
0: <laughs> that's true too. After this year and four months, it's it, been uh, it was a
2: it was a wrestling fan crowd. It yeah, it wasn't like well, well a sorry. bunch of people who are there for because they I mean, thought Rick Rudolph for effective. them to go. I'll give them that.
0: And yeah this show was a um it's a 12000 seat arena that sold out in four minutes. These people were very excited for this show, um, and I, I think their passion came through. Um, it was a
2: very, um, it was reminiscent of an ECW crowd, mm. where they're like they do lots of chants, it's lots of booze, it's lots of yays. Like I just thought, like it's a more engaged crowd than I think the typical WWE. Crowd is. I feel like when mm-hmm. you watch them in action, like there's big pops and stuff for sure. But I feel like I like when the crowd like is giving energy to the match. And yes. I think that that's the difference. It's like the the WWE crowd is like, hey, it's top of the first um in a regular season game, and the ECW crowd or AEW crowd is like it's bottom of the ninth in the World Series and like this yeah. is game seven, like it has more of that energy like everyone's on their feet all the time like it's not like they don't sit back it's not idle and i think that's what makes makes the show more enjoyable as well because they know at any second something insane might happen they're not that's watching what? they're not watching their two like head honchos having a match that they know is going to be boring as shit where they just chop each other the whole time this is like wrestlers that have no regard for their body or health (laughs) that might fucking do a backflip off a ladder at any given time or pull a table out from under the ring. And so that's like where I think as a fan, you're like, you're super engaged because you know that at any time you don't want to look away because none of the matches are boring. Nobody, nobody calls it in. Like everybody is there to give it a hundred percent. And I think that's very different from any other wrestling event that I've seen.
0: Well, that's a great segue Speaking of those matches, Jared, did you have a favorite match out of the, on this card?
3: The match, I think, the Young Buck, the Luchador one. Those guys, yeah, were Young Bucks versus the
0: Luchadors. Lucha yep. Yeah, yeah that, that 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 was a banger. That was a banger.
2: I agree. I although I did like the match where Jared fought sleeping. That was a pretty good one
3: too. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you fell asleep, I yeah, fell. You, that fell asleep when you fell I asleep before when Jared fell asleep, asleep, asleep at the
2: beginning, I fell asleep at the end Jared you fell asleep with a with a tapo chico in your hand
3: and I had a tapo chico in my hand still <laughs> you, you, you didn't
2: drop week. it that's true <laughs> I, we both fell asleep at different times but it was not because of the wrestling event <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Andy didn't fall asleep. Andy, what Andy was your work?
2: Favorite? I work all the time. I, just because I don't work as
1: much as Jared works. Andy, 24 I, saw you, hours a Andy day. I saw
2: you pull out your phone while you were here, and it was a Zillow. Someone was asking something from Zillow, and you put it right back in your pocket.
3: That's not working. Hey, Andy,
1: that's, that's You're always a work out. to
3: hang out with his friends.
1: Yeah, I just work. Well, right. I don't need to talk to clients right away. I'm trying to hang out with my buds, drink a tapa tapo chico, tapo chico. And watch him wrestling. Him. That's all I'm trying to do. I said it before, it was the it was definitely Rhodes versus Rhodes. As
0: that's that's um, I I'm glad to that actually won uh match of the year for 2019. So I mean it was great. It, 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 it was great.
1: Dusty's ability because like yeah. I always thought Gold Dust was cool. funny, but,
0: but you know, when he got to, to play Gold Grand. Dust,
1: he yeah. never got to showcase his abilities as a wrestler.
0: I, I would turn the channel when Gold Dust came on. I was just like, I don't want to watch this. Like that is gonna, Yeah, it was so bad. Skip,
3: they were very long introductions most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, a, most introductions. I was sleeping long. like yeah, uh, I mean, Jared and you know? Eric during those. But matches. No, there's a couple people that it's like the music pops on and they just run down the ramp and like I I'm here. Yeah, the jobbers the and let's go. Do that because Vince goes, like, hey, hey, he his favorite wrestler,
0: there. Ultimate Warrior.
1: Oh God, I hate that guy. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> you were a terrible fucking wrestler. Yeah, run down, shake the ropes, power bomb someone real quick, pin. <laughs> and that was your. That's all you can do. And then oh, if you're boy, in a match maybe. for more than five minutes, you're you're panting and you can't really. You don't know what to do.
2: How dare you talk about Goldberg that way? <laughs> Goldberg, I will say, was worse
1: than the Ultimate Warrior. It was like maybe he Jordan trained not. under the Ultimate Warrior, oh, and but the Warrior only trained him like one day. He he ruined <laughs> more wrestling thing? careers. Then he added, "He he was part of the downfall of WCW." Wow!
0: Wow! I mean, he yeah. paid a lot of money. All right, so I just got one more question for you guys. Would you want to watch more of AEW? Yes, Jared. Sure.
3: I mean, I still thought, yeah, I'd watch it. Eric, maybe not on my own, but
2: not only would I, I already have. That's right. <laughs> I have now finished three full pay per views. And I will say that uh, the first one, like, I was like, this is awesome. And then it was like, you watch the next one and you're like, okay, they took the training wheels off. Then you get yeah. to the third one and you're like, um, these motherfuckers on a speedboat. You know, like, it just, it, yeah. it, <laughs> it just, they just keep going with it. And it like, off. I don't know where it's going to like hit its limit. But the fact is if they can just continue the quality wrestling that they have and they they don't um try to get too much into like the storylines and the and the other kind of bullshit, I feel like it's 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 gonna be really successful. Less talking more hurting people.
1: Well, I mean the storylines add to it though. Um uh, when they're good. When they're yeah. bad, they definitely take away.
2: I'm just gonna say, like, again, I don't know anything about any of them. And so like the good thing about watching the pay per view is that, like, I don't know the storyline. I just see two guys come out and they fight, and like, I didn't need the storyline. Like, the mm. matches were so good. You don't need the storyline. I feel like the storyline is there to like try to add an element to it
3: that builds suspense for it. So you just get a little bit vested.
2: They have a get, like, reason on why, why they need to, win, to wrestle. So. No, I, I don't disagree that, like, it does help. I'm just saying this doesn't need it. Like, it, it sounds
3: but, like you're disagreeing, though.
2: They they can, they can tell understand.
3: a story through the match. It's worth watching even
2: without. Well, you, they're they're not going to put two two faces to fight each other. So you already know there's a good guy and a bad guy in there. So the point is, like, they don't like each other because they inherently have different opinions and they're different people. And so I don't need to know like if one of them slept with the other person's wife or what the the like dramatic storyline is. I just think like you can watch it. And it's funny or it's good. You know, it's sort of like... Yeah, if,
0: if you're casual and, and you just watch it, you can be entertained and it's good and it's fun. If you're a super nerd like me and I'm like watching their Being the Elite, their, their YouTube show for the Young Bucks, and they really built storylines on a YouTube channel. So if you wanted to get deep in the weeds, you could go and watch that. But if you... If you're just casual and just like, hey, I want to check this out,
3: they left it to the individual wrestler to put all that ab- stuff out.
0: Absolutely. I mean, now they have a TV show on TNT and they're uh, they're building up a their brand and everything. And um, was not WCW on TNT?
1: Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, you know, you gotta love TNT. They're like, what? We gotta have wrestling back on. Who can we get?
0: My- well, that was that was a lot of work from Tony Khan and. He just did a bang up job, you know, um, to actually bring pro wrestling back because it's not you you couldn't even say pro wrestling in WWE anymore. It's sports entertainment. They're not wrestlers. They're superstars.
1: Yeah, they're entertaining. uh,
0: This this is a thing where they can say, hey, this is pro wrestling. And um, I'm really glad that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, it was really fun. Sharp shooting the shit with the PCB boys <laughs> and talking about AEW. Dude, uh, dude. Next week, I promise not wrestling, but keep uh, keep tuned. Maybe in the next uh, couple weeks, maybe a month or so later, we might revisit this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll just say like if if somehow you're still with us, and you were interested in listening to, to a wrestling podcast, which we're hoping you did. Um, just take the opportunity to check it out yourself. Because I think that if you're someone who's like, yeah, I mean, I liked wrestling back in the day and um, just don't really watch it anymore. It's not my thing. Um, I think that this can convert you into a fan again. Um, I think it, it's it's made a believer out of um, at least uh, three of the four of us. Jared's a little bit indifferent to it. Um, but I think it, it's, it's worth a shot. Um, if you watch the first pay-per-view and you're like, "eh, it's not my thing," like, cool. But if you go on and YouTube the Battle Royale from 2019 and just watch the 25 minute clip or whatever, and you're not like, "I gotta see what happens next," then um, watch it again because I I think you missed something. (laughs) (laughs) Hard agree. Yeah, and again, I think it's like it's like an episode of Seinfeld. It's like you can pick it up anywhere and it's funny and. It'd be funnier if you knew more about the characters and you probably would There's get more, more
3: of the joke. Yeah, yeah, but
2: this it's the same thing here. It's like this is is entertaining. And certainly like if you knew more about it, you'd be like a little bit more engaged in it. But ultimately, like you don't need it to to really feel like it's 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 entertaining.
3: Well
0: exactly. Said. All right, boys. This has right, been a so fun next- discussion. I uh I thank you for for, for letting me deep dive into this. Until next week. Yeah, appreciate
2: Bill taking the reins on this one. Um, Thanks for showing
3: us the stuff.
2: uh, Just to keep up with the intensity of um, what's going to be interesting to you all, we're going to do our favorite Yankee Candle scents. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I kid, I kid. Um, We'll discuss uh, the next next week's episodes. Um, Oh, mine was pine. I love pine. And you're off the podcast. <laughs> Who doesn't like the smell of pine? Awesome.
1: I mean, totally awesome. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't actually Another like tree. candles in my
3: house, it's a different tree.
2: Fair enough. All right. Well, we're going to catch you all uh, next week um, with a brand new episode. Um, and we'll have that determined probably after we finish this podcast now. <laughs> um, It'll be up on the gram. It'll be up on the gram. You can catch us um, PCB Boys four one three. That is our Instagram handle at PCB Boys four yeah,
3: one three. Check us you out. Have phone to check that.
2: Yes, because somehow four one three podcast was taken, and nine people from the four one
0: three. we're gonna have to go fight somebody. It's shorter.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I own the four one three podcast handle. There you go.
2: Yeah, I'm time. just messing with you. I don't know. <laughs> Looking to sell? All right. Well, we'll catch everyone next week. Have a great night. Peace. Peace. See ya.